Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here's your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe. Greetings. Happy Monday for those listening. Happy Thursday for us recording. Uh, today, we are meeting up myself and Fuchsia to talk about Tassiomancy, aka tea leaf reading, and just the magic of tea in general. We are both tea lovers. Uh, we are both, we have both read a tea leaf a time or two, so we felt prepared and excited enough to share our findings and our joy, our love of leaves and hot water together with all of you. And we figured since it's the Celestial Cafe, we talk a lot about the Celestial, it's probably really time to talk the cafe side <laughs> of the things. cafe part yeah the, the yeah. mundane part of the celestial cafe uh yeah. <laughs> which just consists of um taking in lots and lots and lots of hot beverages it turns out um and snacks and snacks oh god yes lots of snacks it, i i almost brought a snack here but i was like you know what let's just stay focused and just have some tea today uh so but hello and welcome it's nice to see everyone if you're new here cool I'm glad to have you. <laughs> I think we all are. And welcome. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I also want to take a moment to thank our patrons. Uh, you're all real ones and actual homies. I hope that you guys have been enjoying what we've been putting out on the Patreon. Patreon. Joke's on me. I said I was going to put up a spell on there last week, but also last week, Tears of the Kingdom released. So I, I should have known better that I just wasn't going to do anything other than play Tears of the Kingdom all week. But... <laughs> This upcoming weekend, there should be. <laughs> I, I figured it, it. I had a, an idea in mind because the Patreon post that I w- wanted to put up was a uh, glamour spell, but it, I, now we're doing the tea episode, and I actually have a tea glamour spell. So I think I'm just gonna throw that <laughs> on the mm-hmm. Patreon this weekend uh, for those who kind of want to mix both worlds. Uh, and definitely check out our episode on glamour magic that we just did last week. It was a lot of fun uh, and very informative. And I think a really good starting point for a witchy magical topic that is a very common buzzword, but people don't really know much about. And I actually think that Tassiomancy kind of falls under that umbrella as well of like, when you think about spells and witches and all this like very stereotypical uh, magical world, we think of like wands and magic balls. And I think another really popular witchy motif is the one of reading tea leaves mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and yeah. uh, like seeing whatever is seen in the tea leaves. I, I think that's yeah. really popular and witchy media. Yeah. And I mean, I knew about tea leaf reading long 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 before i knew about tarot or any other well pretty much any other form of divination besides like crystal balls uh yeah. like gazing and yeah. crystal balls that's pretty much that was yeah tea leaf reading was probably my first introduction to yeah I'm, and i'm not surprised to hear that i think that's a lot of people's and mm-hmm. without and and it sounds so crazy right i mean a lot of witchy things do uh just being able to uh divine from tea leaves mm-hmm. that uh from mm-hmm. a strained cup of tea uh so, but today we're going to be talking all about that how that works why it matters why it's cool um and we also just want to talk about the magic of tea in and of itself uh because i think that tea is amazing i'm a i'm a big tea fan <laughs> and you are too fuchsia you like you're a tea drinker i have so much tea so I, okay, I actually cool. like I have gotten out of the habit of drinking tea the last few years and it's one of those things I'm like I need to get back into it but I think that's going to come with like when I finally move and I have like my like own little reading space again because I used to like I used to love like I had a 
like um nice little comfy reading chair and all my books and everything like i had a home library and i would like go up there with a with a big mug of tea in the evenings with a cat curled up on my lap and just like (laughs) the record player playing some of my favorite music and um and and i can i can recreate that here but it just feels Mm -hmm. different with a roommate walking around and so that was always like that was always my like tea like part of my tea ritual was like reading and like being cozy and um Mm -hmm. and just like in this space that felt very me and Um, and i really like that phrase you just use like a tea ritual and i think a lot of people have tea rituals honestly Mm -hmm. uh and even societally i mean we could even look at our friends over the pond and and they literally have tea time it's time for tea and it's just this ritualistic thing uh beverage that brings people together it -hmm. requires some patience you have to let the tea steep but you also can't be too impatient or else you just have hot water with um, a whisper of tea (laughs) uh but if you wait too long then it turns into a bitter which may or may not be your fancy. It's not mine, at the very least. Uh, you can decorate tea with so many different ingredients. You got your sugars and your milks. Uh, and I don't know, tea is so simple yet intricate to create. Mm-hmm. And then you get even more intricate if you hand pick your herbs that you have in the tea. Yeah. I don't know. There's the, you, the Panther mm-hmm. talks about layering magic a lot. There's a lot of layer ma- magic layering that happens with tea magic mm-hmm. as well. Uh, yeah. One of the things I keep wanting to do, and I haven't been successful at it, um, I, but every year I try to um, grow an herb garden specifically for making my yes. own tea. Turns out I'm really bad at growing things <laughs> from seed indoors. I am an Me outdoor too. gardener with no outdoor space. So so I can grow things outdoors, <laughs> no problem. But now I have no outdoor st- space. So I'm trying to grow things inside and I get them to sprout and they look really healthy. And then I transplant them and they die uh, yeah. every single year. And every year I get a little closer to actually getting them to grow full. But, um, but I like that's one of the things I want to do with my plant magic is to have an herb garden to make my own teas. Me um, too, actually. That's that's uh, I, I similarly can't garden question mark i think i'm and i'm the same way i love outdoor gardening where we just set up our cherry tomatoes and stuff last week and that's so easy right it's just like now i just check on you and i prune your whatever's uh and you grow but man growing herbs is tough and, and I, it's, it's specifically i can't grow them from seed and and because i don't know it takes a lot of extra work to grow them it from does. seed but like i have i have so many plants in my place that are like yeah. healthy and i've got one right here well plants <laughs> but, but yeah um, but so many plants but i can't grow them from seed i'm like hmm, is tough. there a magical component i'm missing here or <laughs> is it just is it just lack of knowledge you hmm. you and pantera <laughs> should do a, a a green episode where she walks you through because <laughs> she apparently has gardening prowess i certainly yeah. don't um mm-hmm. but to think about tea what what does tea magic mean to us i suppose and and what what do, how does it represent itself in our magical practice i think we should start there because mm-hmm. i could look back when i started like really consciously starting to work in witchcraft because of course so much of this podcast is us talking about like wow i've been doing this magical thing without even realizing it's magical when i first started being very specific in my magic my first stop there was two places i started bathtub and bath magic and tea magic. Those were the first two places I started. Um, at that time in my life, I was drinking tea daily, and specifically peach tea. I loved my peach tea. Still do. It's still my favorite uh, tea flavor. And I have... It was the first spell I wrote, was a tea spell. Uh, and it was a sleep potion, is what I called it. It was just peach tea, uh, honey, or agave, um, and a nice dollop of warm milk and a little bit of vanilla extract. And 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 
when I say peach tea, I literally mean like out of the box from Bigelow. Like it, like mm-hmm. nothing, nothing crazy, right? Like this is just stuff I picked up from the grocery store. And yeah. I remember I invited some of my witchy friends over. I think a lot of us, a lot of my friend group kind of came to the same realization at the same time. So we're all like trying on a lot of different like magical hats. So I had mm-hmm. my friends over and I was like, you got to try my sleep potion. And I gave it to uh, my friend and I've, and she, you know, classic story chronic sleep issues right and i she slept like a baby no idea what that's like (laughs) and and she just passed out i saw her she was like all curled up i was like Mm -hmm. oh you look so cute and she woke up the next morning she's like i literally feel like and she's like non-derogatory like hung over like my body (laughs) is so tired Mm -hmm. and yet rested i was like oh maybe i went too hard with my sleep potion smell maybe they're maybe she's too sleepy Mm -hmm. but it got her to sleep and so Mm -hmm. for me tea magic was so validating uh magically for me i it was the first spell that i felt really got a result not only from myself but from a loved one uh which i think is the best type of magic that you could share Mm -hmm. and um ever since then i have just loved working with the so many there's so many aspects of tea right because like i said like the ingredients that are involved but then uh the really easy one to start tapping into is like the healing properties of the tea mm-hmm. itself is like for example like peppermint you know we use uh peppermint a lot with like tummy aches depending upon your tummy issues, right? Uh, it's very soothing for the body. It's cooling. It's a coolant. Uh, it's also a repellent against pests. So sometimes mm-hmm. I've definitely drank peppermint tea before going somewhere where I feel like I'm going to be bothered a lot, right? And I, mm-hmm. I kind of want to repel the pests, right? Um, and, and I mean, tea, come on. When you get sick, what does everyone say? When you get a sore throat, what do you do? You get some tea, you get some honey. Mm-hmm. It's a tale as old as time. It's the oldest potion known to man. Right. Uh, have you ever shout out to whoever was like, I'm going to boil these leaves. Literally. What a <laughs> what a homie for that. Like tea is so awesome and, and delicious. And I, I mm-hmm. so do you do you do tea magic? I do tea magic. Um, I come at I come at it from a different perspective in that. Um, OK, so I got really into tea because this is so awful not awful but um <laughs> I, I got really what horrible tea? atrocity did you <laughs> because, should do to get into tea because when i was a preteen and a teenager i was a huge anglophile and yes. i was really into british stuff and like like Knowledge, all the yeah. bands i listened to were well either british or canadian um just and, super hulak like, things right <laughs> <laughs> it was long before Super Hulak. Okay, fair um, enough. <laughs> but, but, but um, I like watched a bunch of um, like I used to love watching Monty Python and like right. all this all this other stuff. I mean, like I grew up on sixties music and the British Invasion was huge. Um, it was my mom's music, but I grew up listening to my mom's music. Um, I'm not from the 60s, by the way. I like how you're an <laughs> age. Sh- you're, you're, you're honestly an age shapeshifter in my mind, so that I would have just read yeah. with that. <laughs> but um, but so I started drinking a lot of tea, just to, you know, to to feel like I was, you know, not a oh. like not an Pinky American. Um, but I I got really into it, and then um, my great great aunt had a whole like fancy bone china teacup collection that she would give me a teacup from it every year for my birthday and i have a whole collection it's at my mom's i don't have it right now um i decided it should stay there where it's safe while i'm like traversing around the country broke ass bitch um so so I don't have it with me, but like I have all these fancy teacups and I would throw tea parties. Um, that was inspired yes. by Anne of Green Gables, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. So, so um, I, mm. I got into tea and then I got into magic and I was like, wait, I, I drink a lot of tea. I came into like the magic side because like I drank a lot of tea for my insomnia. There's a specific mm. uh, specific tea that helps my insomnia nothing else um but they're like i got into it because of that like lavender tea is really like calming to me um and 
just like all these other properties of tea. And then I was like, wait, hold, hold up. I'm doing this and this is magic <laughs> and yeah. this is magic. But wait, hold, hold on. Oh, okay. Oh. We can do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Very so subtle. that's how, it, that's how I came across it. I didn't, I didn't deliberately set out to do tea magic, but I was, doing tea magic without right. without realizing it which is a lot of things in my life was so subtle doing so... doing magic without realizing it because i'm just yeah surrounded by it and not realizing and of that's course, what it is right that that's true too and, and of course once you start to beckon in the magical part of the tea it just gets magnified times mm-hmm. a billion yes. uh like very consciously deciding okay mm-hmm. mm, you know i i, I kind of want lavender today but i don't want to have this calm energy i kind of want a little kick to my day so i'm gonna have mm-hmm. a cinnamon tea mm-hmm. those are kinds of the magical moments that you start to have and once again, it's very interesting because I think that a lot of magical stuff is normally just based on vibes and intuition checks and maybe just historically. We keep doing this, so we're going to do this even more uh, nowadays. But I think that a really cool part of tea is that there are medicinal properties of mm-hmm. tea that we're yes. ingesting. And and tea is generally, mm-hmm. quote unquote, good for you. And mm-hmm. and and. In so many ways, and, and soothing in so many ways. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, it's it's such a common response to, ooh, you're feeling under the weather. Why don't you have a nice warm mug of tea mm-hmm. and find peace? <laughs> you know, and and yeah. um, having like an arrangement of like very specific herbs curated for your physical needs, plus mm-hmm. the magical qualities of tea, which it. Just those two things together, I think, make such an interesting combination of magic and mundane and sort of pop, big explosion. And I mean, like I said, too, like, I feel like witches have been working along the same realm of tea magic forever, Mm because this to me, I'm holding on my teacup. This, my teacup is like my little cauldron, you know, and this is where I create my spells. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's making a potion. Yeah, like, it really is. Making tea uh, is the most potion making I do. I, I <laughs> yeah. make I make other potions sometimes and I make oils and stuff, but like tea is it's easy, it's clear cut, um, it's uh like you know what you're going to be doing with it you're going to be ingesting it you're going to be drinking it instead of just like I'm going to make this but when am I going to use it how am I going to use it like where like what like what purpose is it whereas tea is like i'm gonna drink this so it's not sitting on my shelf for yeah months and months like a lot of the other (laughs) things i make yeah (laughs) and and i don't know like tea just like satisfies all five senses and i feel Mm -hmm. like that taste isn't really recognized a lot in witchcraft other than maybe hearth witches that cook and do a lot of natural (laughs) but i think like maybe for someone who's like uh uh maybe not like aligned to a certain line mm-hmm. of witchcraft. Like it's nice that we got tea because also I feel like ingesting magic is such like a different beast from sort of like waving it around you and mm-hmm. like to physically ingest, taste, swallow, have it go through your body, having your physical magic that you infuse do that i just think is such a powerhouse that's kind of that, yeah. that's kind of the same idea i had with bath magic growing up i'm covering my whole body in this this is head to toe right mm-hmm. and then you got like all the the uh herbal like like neurological healing that happens with specific tea blends and like physical healing and and calmness or alertness whatever you need there's tea for everyone and that's Real quick, if you're listening to this, you're like, God, I hate tea. Why am I listening to this episode? And maybe you're here to find a reason to love tea. Maybe you're like, I- I'm I'm here to pity you assholes who like tea. And I just want to <laughs> just like feel bad for myself today. Listen, if you don't like tea, you just haven't found your tea yet. There is tea for everyone, for everything. There's lavender tea. There's rose tea. There's Tea that tastes like firewood. There's tea that tastes like but marshmallows. There's tea. I love blueberry tea. That's my oh. favorite. Oh, really? That's a good tea. 
uh, there's like tea you put, can put sugar in it. There's some tea that you can't put sugar in. There's tea that tastes like milk without even putting milk in it. There's tea that tastes like the dirt. There's tea that tastes like candy canes and vanilla bean. And there's tea that has like more caffeine than coffee. And there's tea that has no caffeine at all. There is a tea for you. It's out there. I promise. <laughs> on, the, on the subject, on the note of caffeine, I, I have to say one of the things I really like for tea specifically is that when I do need caffeine, I mean, I unapologetically drink soda, um, but, but I like the caffeine of tea because it's gentle. And I think that's just overall the, the, like the word I think of as a descriptor for tea is gentle. Mm -hmm. Like it's, there are like, there can be teas that, taste harsh and bitter but their effects are always like they're because you're bringing it in and it's like warm and it's it's just slowly warming up your body Mm -hmm. and going through all the veins in your body and so it's just like a slow gentle transition for everything i feel i feel like it's a full body experience for mm -hmm, sure mm -hmm. and not only is it full body but i feel like it activates all four elements you have the earth (laughs) from the tea itself Mm -hmm. You have the mm-hmm. fire to warm up the water. You have the water, which is the water. <laughs> and then you have the air, which is when your tea's too hot, you go, and you blow you blow your tea a little bit. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it, it's just so grounding. I think it's such mm-hmm. a grounding type of magic. And I think that uh, we should put more magical weight upon what tea is capable of i think that it's just another dimension of something that's already good for you that can also be good for you esoterically spiritually magically right and i I implore those listening i think there's some really easy tea magic there's one that's more widespread than tea magic but it's worth mentioning and one that i mention a lot which is stirring stirring the tea Mm -hmm. clockwise counterclockwise right clockwise Mm -hmm. you're you're beckoning in new energy specifically that's especially good if you're drinking tea for its uh very specific mm-hmm. attributes that day where it's like oh i'm feeling really under the weather or really no really tired and i really want that extra spark to pick me up in the day maybe stirring your cinnamon tea <laughs> clockwise to really bring in that energy and with every sip visualizing sparks going down into your veins and just like new neural networks creating themselves and just like creating a more aware a deep sense of awareness to your day and then mm-hmm. you can do counterclockwise to banish right so maybe that's when you're sick right and and you're t- drinking tea because you're feeling under the weather wanting to banish the illness uh with every sip of the tea you would probably do a, a bit of counterclockwise action there right but um i think another part of tea magic that is good and that should be used and utilized is, I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like the the magic of the tea and the teacup itself, just being, just holding it. And I, there's such a gentleness of just holding the teacup and feeling the warmth of the mug in your hands. It requires a lot of presence, I, I think, is the word I'm looking for. Um, and... It requires focus because, like I said, if you mess up the tea, it's going to taste like crap. It really does. Like, (laughs) I I don't know. My mom, she puts 20 tea bags in her tea and then keeps it in there all day. And I'm like, why? That's vile. I keep my tea bags in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're so powerful. (laughs) But I I can't do it. I can't do it with all tea. Like, they're like specific, like, like specifically like my sleep tea. I cannot do it with that because valerian root gets really bitter. Oh um, my god, so, valerian so, root's so yucky, but it's very powerful. <laughs> I, I don't mind it, like when you steep it for the right amount of time. But if you leave it in, like that's oh that's a god. different that's a different ball game. But um, valerian but, root is a special taste. That's all I gotta say. Like, I gotta say, it's the only thing that helps me sleep when I I'm have not, insomnia. Yeah. So so um. I had to get used to it, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but and I, 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 also, don't, I don't mind it. But okay. yeah, um, but there's also like one of the things um, when I was talking to someone about tea magic like last year, um, and the subject of Valerian root came up. He pointed out that a lot of people don't 
um, prepare it right, that they don't yeah. prepare their tea right. They they uh-huh. pour boiling hot water over valerian, a tea that has valerian root in it, and you're not supposed to. It's supposed to be uh, lukewarm. That's what contributes to the bitter taste. So it's, again, it's like just in general, knowing what things are in your tea and knowing how to best bring out their properties. Yeah, it's a very, it's it's honestly an educational type of magic, like an academic, academic is the word, where you are literally learning how to better perform, like prepare your tea so that, I don't know, I don't think that the magic's any worse if you make it wrong. That's the part of magic, the, as long as the intention's there, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you want your tea drinking to be an enjoyable experience. Something that I mm-hmm. read the other day, actually, is that, you're right. I think a lot of people do approach tea wrong and especially the brewing of tea. And someone described it as the tea bag or your tea or whatever you're drinking out of is the cake and the water is the oven. So after a certain point, you got to take the tea out of the oven, right? Or else it's going to burn. And that's mm-hmm. how you get that bitter taste. And every tea works differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and that's why when you get the tea bags in the boxes, mm-hmm. it'll be like five minutes. And then the other box will be like 12 minutes of brewing. And it's like, yeah, why is it all the same? Well, not all tea is built the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's that's a part of the magic of tea. It, it's, it requires presence. It requires you to stay alert. Uh, or you're, or you're gonna have a yucky time, you know. Or you could be someone who just loves all tea, uh, which I do generally. <laughs> but I don't know. But there is also a magic with bitters, right? All mm-hmm. the best medicine is bitter, right? Uh, <laughs> that's the way it works. Um, For the most part, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I, uh... nope, sorry, lost my train of thought. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, it's there's gone. one thing I want. There's one more thing. Oh, do you got it? Or no, you're good. Okay. Hi. Uh, so one last thing I want to talk about, I think, before we move on to tea leaf reading, at least for you personally, if you have anything else you'd like to say, definitely chime in. <laughs> but I also want to give a big shout out to Coffee, tea's distant cousin, um, because there's also a whole world. A lot of the things that we do in tea magic can definitely be crossed over into coffee magic and once again i think coffee is a ritual for a lot of people uh i can't do anything without my morning coffee you know you hear it all the time um addiction notwithstanding right uh (laughs) but uh i think that uh Maybe the different way that I use coffee magic as opposed to tea magic, because teas are very dependent upon the herbs that are used in the teas. Coffee in and of itself is an energizer. So I tend to use coffee magic more succinctly, like on days that I require fast movement energy, or if I need to get out of bed really fast, sort of like what, I don't know, what normies use coffee for. But I don't know if I would use coffee to like chill out. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, calm down for the day, just like on a magical level. Maybe Although some you, people do. I, I used to. But like, it just doesn't make sense for me magically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like it, it there there is a power, I think, with just everyone in the world using coffee to wake up. And then me just sort of tapping into that, even though it doesn't really do the same thing for me, mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like I read some. People with ADHD, like, caffeine doesn't affect them. I'm definitely one of those people. So, like, I don't get, like, hyped up on coffee like a lot of other people do or just yeah. more alert. Uh, I, yeah. You're the at, same way? At the, at the very, like, the very most, caffeine keeps me at a baseline of functional. Gotcha. Like, it never actually energizes me. And a lot of the time, it can just put me right to sleep <laughs> right so. I, I, yeah i'm pretty much the same way but yeah, yeah but like it, honestly with coffee like it's the same but different i i just feel like coffee is like i'm gonna, I'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna make a lot of people mad uh coffee's like the same as tea but because you just put <laughs> the grounds in the water it's hot and it's just so it's like to me in my little gremlin hobbit brain of madness to me coffee is just like a branch off of tea magic it's hot bean water instead of hot leaf water exactly they're they're cousins they're the same two sides of the same coin right just different um associations whereas maybe i would use the average tea to chill and find presence and coffee to get Mm -hmm. 
schmoobin and get me focused Mm -hmm. and more alert right just generally generally speaking because we definitely don't have the time to go over every herb and like every sort of tea right uh but this is my invitation to you if this is resonating you're like whoa tea magic i never even thought about doing this look at the teas in your tea drawer see which ones immediately stick out to you and then take some time to learn about the herbal magical and medicinal properties of the herbs in and of themselves uh and also it's worth mentioning i probably should have mentioned this at the beginning but not all teas are made equally for bodies uh like there's some teas that are definitely not meant to be drank when you're pregnant and stuff Mm -hmm. so please do your due diligence and study (laughs) before ingesting anything like tea herbs although subtle are very powerful they're very very powerful uh hugs from gaia so just be responsible mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh yeah. that's all i could ask really so what is one of your favorite teas i guess besides I peach my, tea <laughs> yeah i do love peach tea um i drink a lot of lemon balm uh mm-hmm. lemon balm and that's just directly for my well-being like i don't like the taste but i really do treat tea like a potion like i not gonna like this but i know it's good for me i know this is gonna heal me make me feel better Mm -hmm. uh lemon balm definitely falls under that for me i love peppermint teas Mm -hmm. i love i'm not actually i feel like peach is the odd man out i'm not a fan of fruit teas other than peach tea oh i love fruit teas but not peach hmm Ooh, very interesting. <laughs> what does this I'm mean? I'm actually allergic to peach, but I didn't no, know that until like what? I didn't know that until like a year or two ago. And That's I just, crazy. But I never liked peach. So. <laughs> oh my gosh! What about you? What what teas do you like? So what I'm drinking right now is one of my absolute favorites. It's um, the positive energy tea from Yogi. It's That's a good one. Sweet tangerine. Um, I think there's something else in it too. Maybe sweet orange tangerine. Um, I love this one. This is one of those that's like good, like energy, like give me energy for the day, um, and also like good positive mental energy it's one of those whatever i'm like grumpy for no reason one of my friends is always like drink your positive energy tea and it always does the job and i'm like Uh i need you to tell me this every day (laughs) (laughs) i go through boxes and boxes of this but i love i love i love um herbal fruit teas i love fruit teas like blueberry tea Um, um i like black teas too um peppermint tea always good i love i love mint controversial statement no i love mint. i'm a mint lover as (laughs) well i love mint um yeah but um and but mostly just like the calming teas like like even this gives me like this is positive energy but it's still very it's still very calming it's very simple and smooth um like it doesn't energize me like we were saying it doesn't like give me a burst of energy but it like mm-hmm. keeps me going and i like that um but yeah mostly like those are those are my big ones that i go through a lot oh and <laughs> obviously i love matcha i drink a whole lot of matcha you do. I, love, mm-hmm. I do uh that's why like coffee of choice question mark like because i think a lot of people <laughs> replace coffee with matcha eventually because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh once again i agree with you tea has a like just like medically, like like not even like magically, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> tea brings out the caffeine so much calmer than mm-hmm. so much slow. Like like it's just so much. It, it's not like I'm suddenly hit with a brick wall of caffeine like I am with coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I guess normies are. I, I speak as if I know this, uh, but I, I've heard <laughs> it my whole life where people are like, oh, coffee just I'm awake. Uh, excuse me, but with with tea. It's like uh, so much more subtle, and and you know me, I love the subtle magics. Like it's mm-hmm. just the best. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love matcha. I love London fogs. I, I like I like dessert teas as well. I like I like tea that tastes like a uh, birthday cake. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm here to have a good time with my tea. That's all I can say. Um, yeah. But I think this brings us to the very cool what? part. What is right. tassiomancy, I guess? What is tassiomancy? So I talked a whole bunch about tea leaf or, or tea itself 
Would you like to talk a little bit about tassiomancy? Yeah. So tassiomancy is reading tea leaves. It's the act of divination using uh, tea. So um, I wanted to make a note about the distinction or lack of between divination and fortune telling because um, tea reading is usually seen as fortune telling um, whereas like tarot is seen as divination and I know Dukes and I kind of see fortune telling as under the umbrella of divination um, but it's like a little more specific in the way I had specifically tea reading fortune telling um it's like taught to me was that um like some things are set in stone like some things the the uh what is it the strings of fate like some things are going to happen and what how we get there and how it plays out is not a like is is not set in stone but some things are yeah. set in stone so the act yeah, we have like of, checkpoints but everything in yeah, between is a little exactly fuzzy. yeah like everyone like is born and dies but the middle part like and um but so tea reading as a form of fortune telling is kind of um seeing the the what and when and how of of those specific um of like of those specific checkpoints you can also use it to see more general divination um like you would with tarot but a lot of people use it for that more specific um kind of fortune telling so um that's just yeah. like this small distinction that I wanted to point out because some people might just be uh, familiar with tea reading as fortune telling and like what's with fortune telling. You never talk about fortune telling, you talk about divination. So, right, um, right. No, that's like, important because, because mm -hmm. like in theory, what happens is, and if you have me on video, uh, I just poured some fresh, hot, piping, boiling water <laughs> into my teacup which, uh, for those who have video, it's currently steeping my tea. I'm going to let it steep for about five minutes. And what, what happens in theory is that after, and I'll walk through exactly what I do <laughs> to mm -hmm. uh, get to the bottom of the tea and start reading the leaves in and of themselves. But with the tea leaves, symbols appear around the mug, around yes. the cup. And... Well, we we actually talked about like symbolism quite a bit in the dreams episode, which you guys should definitely watch if you want to hear a more um, in-depth conversation on what symbolism means, I think. Uh, and I think that the coolest thing with tea leaf reading is that you get to look at the symbols and you decide what they mean mm -hmm. to you uh mm -hmm. it's sort of the same thing as how I feel that like dream interpretation books are BS because not everyone's going to have the same experience with the same symbols over and over. I love snakes, but you might be terrified of them. So if I see a snake, I'm going to be like, cool, poggers. And if you see a snake, you're going to cry. Uh, so mm -hmm. it, it it's all very based eye of the beholder, your own path, your own destiny, your own fate, right? Yeah. And so, yes, you know. And it's kind of, um, I like it because it can, it, you have to like, shift your brain a little to see like you're looking at tea and how they come together um it's very abstract you have to shift like from looking at like most of us who read tarot read tarot with um like very depictive cards um they they have like clear pictures on them and like lots of symbols and with tea leaf reading it's not so clear so one no. person might just see like just like dreams yeah and 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 like one person might see like a camel and one person sees like yeah. like um a, someone dancing because they see it in a different angle or a different mm -hmm. light or just like something um clicks in them in that way but mm -hmm. then other, someone else might just be like i see a clump of leaves and True. 
they which is just... a part of tea leaf reading <laughs> in my experience <laughs> yeah. sometimes um, everything just gathers up in one clump and you're like congratulations yeah. you are drinking tea that's your yeah. fortune uh, yeah um, but it's uh it's it's a nice little like practice i like not only in tea reading but also for me in like getting my brain to shift into that like kind of third eye space and mm-hmm. and um getting my brain to be in a different state of consciousness um so Ooh, that's like another that. reason i like that yeah it mm-hmm. definitely expands the mind i think this this is a really good exercise for people who have mm-hmm. trouble visualizing and mm-hmm. uh needs uh, this is just i mean you're You've got a whole lot of stuff to look at when this is all done. Um, yep. So I'm going to explain a little bit of what I just did and what I'm mm-hmm. in the process of doing since I'm I'm the tea leaf guinea pig today. Um, so, and for those who want to do their own, here's a list of stuff that you need. Okay. So first I have a wide brim teacup or mug, mm-hmm. right? But I think, I think that the wide brim is really important. Just so you yes. got like a nice, a lot of space to work with, right? Um, and this is like, I don't know, like 22 ounce mug. This one's pretty big, but you could definitely do one with one smaller. In fact, I would recommend it because this is a lot of surface area to start with. Um, you, of course, need water boiling um, and you also need tea and not a tea bag. You want loose leaf. You want some nice loose leaf tea. I. I've never done this, but I guess like in theory, couldn't you just open up the tea bag and that's literally what I just did. Oh, perfect. Um, so, All right, cool. Yeah, yep. uh, that's how that's how I did it. Um, we made our own tea bags and drank them, and then poured them out afterwards. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, wow, that's a lot. Okay, I'm making a mess over here. Just so you know, uh, I'm <laughs> if literally you wanna, drinking. If you want to drink leaves with your <laughs> with your tea, go ahead. Yeah, if you see me making. <laughs> ugly disgusted faces it's because i'm getting mouthfuls of leaves which is a part of the process and i honor it but it it Mm -hmm. doesn't get any less gross over the years honestly um (laughs) uh and also i would recommend getting a saucer that's actually something i forgot so i'm gonna be Mm -hmm. getting my desk a little messy honestly um (laughs) so the first part though is really easy you brew the tea you put the tea leaves in and um oh yeah i also forgot a spoon so i'm literally using one of my clay tools to stir um (laughs) just artist things and this is the part where just like in a tarot reading or if you're getting uh any kind of divination work done why are you here why why are you consulting the tea leaves why are you consulting Mm -hmm. gaia and her knowledge today um you could be here for um because you're confused about something, because you're looking for clarity on something, because uh, you just want a vibe check to see what's going on in your world. This is this is just a, another another type of hat, right? Of of mm-hmm. checking in with yourself. And as you sip your tea, you think about your situation that you're in, your problem, or your just what you are consulting the tea about. You have it roll around in your head with every sip. Um, you take your time. Usually tea leaf readings are done, uh, with like an individual who will read your leaves afterwards. So usually they're talking with you kind of like digging deep down into why are you here? Why do you feel like you need the tea to answer this? Uh, what, what, what magic are you beckoning in today? You know what I mean? Uh, and then even asking questions about the problem and it's supposed to be this really calm, kind hearted connection that you have with another person and I, i've also seen a lot a lot of people do tea leaf readings together and they switch the cups afterwards yes. and read each other's tea leaves i think that's a wonderful mm-hmm. way to learn but if you're anything like us we're very far away from each other so we're just gonna leave, read our own tea leaves today <laughs> we, mm-hmm. and so so but usually there is a bit of a trading of tea leaves which i think is so great anything any type of magic that brings us together and create magic together gets me so excited um and yes, do not strain the tea. Don't do it because you need the tea leaves. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying that because I've seen it before. People aren't thinking, people aren't present and they strain the tea. No, you need the tea leaves in there. It sounds obvious, but you'd be surprised. Um, and yeah, try not to swallow the leaves, by the way. Like 
It's going to happen, but try not to. You want as much knowledge as you can Mm -hmm. in this process. But Mm. if you do, then um, that's what the fates wanted you to... Yeah, you wanted... They didn't want you to get that message. (laughs) Yeah, you want some rose petals in you or something. Oh, and by the way, so the tea that I'm using right now is called Unicorn Brew. There it is, by some place called Anita Apothecary. They're on Etsy, I believe. It's a tea party blend. Organic blend of strawberry leaf, hibiscus flowers, roses, and non-GMO kosher certified sprinkles and edible gold stars. So I got some fun stuff in my tea, actually. That's just more than uh, the average leaf. So, mm-hmm. And you can, get, you can get creative with that, right? I already see one of the stars on the side of the mug over here. So let's say that you're getting to the end of your tea experience. I'm going to try to chug mine a little faster. Um, And there's just like a little bit of tea left. I also recommend, like some people do this, some people don't. I recommend it. As you're drinking the tea, kind of swirl your tea leaves around, you know, try to get Mm -hmm. a nice area of effect happening here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And because... If not, you might just end up with a clump at the bottom. And you, you want you want to give as much movement as possible to the mm-hmm. tea sipping experience. What I was taught, and I wonder if you were taught differently, this is where the ritual part, I think, kind of mm-hmm. comes in, right? Where I was taught that you then take your mug once, like, you know, there's barely any tea left, if not nothing. You mm-hmm. flip it over onto your saucer. Mm-hmm. You spin it three times. That's what I was taught. And then I was not taught that. Okay. Uh, that's, I mean, mm-hmm. you do whatever you want. That's yeah. just what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then you flip it over and you begin to read. You want to, for that part, you want to have a tiny bit of water left in it. A little um, bit. Okay. So, so that, so that you can, so that the tea can swirl around and also come out, not like, so some of it can come out. Okay. So it's not all just a clump. That makes um, sense. At least in my experience. And I think another common question is, okay, cool. I got a bunch of leaves in my mug. What the hell does any of this mean? Other than obvious symbolism. Because, like, Mm -hmm. you're going to see things like, I don't know, like moons. And then it's like, oh, lunar energy. Or you're going to see the letter J. And you're like, oh, my God, Uncle Jesse just talked to me yesterday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those those things (laughs) are obvious. (laughs) Yeah, the Uncle Jesse reached out to you and talked to you yesterday. Uh, (laughs) Or there's going to be like a cross. And you're like, oh, protection. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. you might have some trauma. You'll be like, ah, that's scary. I don't want to see a cross. You know what I mean? So, like, Mm -hmm. those that part's easy. But what about the placement of the leaves? in the Mm -hmm. teacup do you have any insight on that so there's a few different things that i look for um so first is i hold it with the handle facing to me Mm. so things that are closer to the handle are more important to me and things that are closer that are opposite are less important um but then there's also like as things that are like moving up the side of the of the um, cup are like on their way towards me. Um, they're coming faster, whereas like other things might be taking a lot longer time. They might be out of reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also that you can divide it by the four elements. So some people um, do a cross, and depending on there's a couple different like ways that people do elements um so i know how i was taught the elements is different than what's like the most common way so so take that with however you you uh interpret the elements but i was taught like air above air is north earth is south um east is fire and Mm -hmm. west is water yeah, but, I, I think I've been taught similarly. But I know um, I know other people like were taught very different and like 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 fire is, fire is west and um because like the sun sets in the west or like right, all right. these different things. Um so so divide it on like do it like an X and divide it by however you see 
the elements and then look yeah. for when you're looking at the symbols in the cup, um, see what falls into what quadrant and kind of how it relates to um, your feelings about that element and that symbolism th that you're seeing. So, yeah, the placement of things is very important. And then like so when things are clumped together, like you can sometimes see like multiple symbols, like very close together. They might be really yeah, tied together. Yeah. Um, and whereas other things might be spread out a lot more. That's cool. The elements thing. I never thought about that. <laughs> I also never thought about having the handle close to you, which is also close to the heart. That's really cool. That's a good mm -hmm. idea. I just I just hold it in my dominant hand. That's what I do. And once again, like this is just what we do. Like mm -hmm. as with all magic, you might be like, wow, that sounds super dumb. I want the handle facing away from me. Cool. You got it. It, mm -hmm. it is your path, right? Uh, mm -hmm. But I think that... What I do is, so I actually just thought about this earlier. I haven't, I've never done this, but this could also be kind of like um, an astrology chart, right? Like yes. where, yeah, where like this is split mm -hmm. up in the different houses. You kind of have to use your mental mind map to figure that out. Uh, the, the 12 pizza slices, but you could do that. Mm -hmm. uh, what I usually do is if a lot of things at the bottom of the cup is like, um, how do I, what word do I even want to use here? It's like, this is stuff that I'm like obsessing over. Like this is the mm -hmm. stuff that's like really taking up a lot of mind space. And as it sort of zooms out and I sort of like take a big step back and start looking at the, around the rim of the mug and stuff, this is like more important things. Like, mm -hmm. That, that I may be getting distracted by what's at the bottom of the mug. So I do things like by order of importance <laughs> when it comes to tea leaf mm -hmm. reading. Like, okay, you're really caught up in what's at the bottom of the mug when you should be looking at what's around the mug, right? Mm -hmm. uh, more big picture. Um, I also like to do time-based stuff with um, tea leaf readings where it's like I, I look at it like a clock. Um, or like a calendar, like where the top is January and then it goes all the way mm -hmm. around to December. Um, I used to do like year ahead tea leaf readings for myself mm -hmm. and that's how I would do it. Um, but honestly, you're my yeah. play around. This is yep. so playful. Uh, as long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. Let me yeah. take this last sip and then I can do the flippy over part. Yeah. And then like you might decide for this reading i want to do it with like an like astrological kind of like chart with mm -hmm. the different houses and maybe like the placement of where things are right now relative to my tea but next week i'm gonna do it instead with like with dukesley's method of like the things in the bottom or what i'm obsessing over like you don't have to commit to one like one school of tassiomancy you yeah, can just no. I, I mean that's what's great about any of this is that you can always like you can always decide that you want to do something because it suits you right now um, mm -hmm. yeah god i love uh, magic for that <laughs> the world is your oyster truly all right so my mug is pretty much empty other than a little bit so are, are you gonna join me Yes, I, I flipped it. I flipped it over it already. Okay, so. okay. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. flip mine over. I'm gonna make a mess. <laughs> I just cleaned my desk. Okay, and then I'm gonna switch. Oh my god. Hazard, hazard. Flip one. That was two and three. I'm gonna do your method where I keep the the handle close to me. See what you get. See if you get any specific thoughts okay. from that and let me let me show those who are watching by the way podcast listeners uh we upload all of our videos to youtube and also spotify just started allowing video podcasts so definitely check that out mm -hmm. this is what my mug's looking like and oh wait let me actually sorry that's a lie this is facing towards me so see this what does this mean Who's that? This looks like a little, this little thing right here. This looks like a cross or like a lizard <laughs> or something. Um, we got like lots of stars around kind of looking. Mm -hmm. I do have a few big blops of tea in here because I had uh, rose petals in it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I see like a little cross situation going on for me. And when I see crosses, I think protection. I think about like the hilt of a sword and sort of taking care of myself. And when I, it, it, this is like such a tapping into your subconscious and like not overthinking it, like just sort of mm. letting whatever comes out, come out and just allowing yourself to be whisked away into viewing the nourishment mm-hmm. of the tea as also a vehicle for inner clarity, mm-hmm. right? Or inner ease yeah. or whatever you sought the tea leaf reading out for. And sometimes um, I I like to um, I like to when I'm looking at it, like I read it with the handle towards me. But when I'm looking at it, I move it around. I look at it from, yeah. like not just like turning it around, but I look at it from different angles um, because sometimes like I'll get a completely different um image of something from one angle than another i don't know i always take that as kind of like maybe i need a different perspective on this thing in my life Um, right so it's kind of like when i when i do tarot sometimes i flip over the bottom card to Uh be like what am i not seeing in this situation yeah Um, like yeah gotta like double check this yeah like (laughs) like like, what am i not seeing and this is like what do i need a different perspective on so sometimes sometimes i'll see something if i turn it if I turn it this way versus if I turn it this way. Um, right. So right. like play around with it. Like, like you want to try to keep things not moving as much um, now that you've flipped it over. Yeah. But one yeah, of the no. other things to do, I do tend to, um, I take a picture like first thing oh, I take a picture okay. of it um, from a few different angles. And then just so also, so I can go back to it later. Like if I'm in a different frame of mind, um, just to kind of see like if I'm seeing anything else, but, Mm -hmm. but, (laughs) oh my gosh, gosh. (laughs) the tea is killing me. (laughs) Be good to yourself, be yourself. No, I have have hiccups and my body's rejecting them. Um, (laughs) but, um. Yeah, like taking a picture is just good for like if things do get moved around with you spinning the cup this way and that. Um, it's good to have that like initial reference point. But then mm-hmm. again, like if things get moved around while you're looking at it, that might mean something. So yeah, true. Yeah, I, I like to think like literally everything has a rhyme or reason when we're in like yes. this liminal space of mm-hmm. tea reading or tarot reading or astrology mm-hmm. reading. Like I just, mm-hmm. I respect whatever the hell happens. You know what yeah. I mean? I have to. Yeah. Um, are you, are you mm-hmm. seeing anything in your cup? That's not I, a self report. Okay. So, so I see a few things, but mostly I find it really interesting. Um, so here's my handle and everything is on the opposite side. Everything's oh. on here and like almost nothing's here i don't really have any clumps i see i see a few things but i don't have a whole lot of clumps and i do think part of that is because i bought like i use commercially processed tea um whereas like when i make it myself and i have like twigs and stuff in it yeah like like mine like Like, this is a um there's more like freedom for for images but i see i see images but mostly um I see like everything's like away from me and even like even on the bottom of the cup, everything is on the opposite side of the bottom rim, Um, which kind of like really speaks to right now. Like I'm in a holding pattern kind of again, (laughs) as I am (laughs) every summer because I'm a student. Um, right. I just finished finals and I um, it just have to wait until s- September until to like take the last of my classes and stuff. And in the meantime, like I'm trying to like work towards things, but I think they're still very far off in the future. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I kind of, I see, I see that. Um, I don't see I I it's one of those things I'm going to have to like I really like can't do a full interpretation right here um because I 
it would not make for good podcast um, <laughs> content for you to see me staring at my cup for like tw- 10 minutes. Like, what do I see? Yeah, like going this is, all this cross-eyed. Is... <laughs> but... No, that's literally what I'm doing. I'm putting my cup yeah. as far away yeah. and I'm like maneuvering my eyes to like yeah. see like kind of outlines like, of images. It's like, did you ever do those eye spy puzzles? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's kind of exactly. like those. Definitely. Um, I agree with that. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at mine, like, and I'm seeing, like, birds. I mean, like, so, well, my first thought when I looked at it was Phoenix, which is, like, for me personally, like, mm-hmm. such a reoccurring symbol in my life are Phoenixes. Mine too. Phoenixes, Phoenixes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Like, I, for a long time, my username was, like, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought I lived in Arizona. Um, <laughs> the, the natural repercussions of that. Um, but no, I mean, the forest, I'm just thinking about phoenixes all the time. I see like a comet mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. You see that right there? Yeah. Got a little, we yeah. got a little bit of a comet going on mm-hmm. here. Shooting star, making wishes. Mm-hmm. That's directly like in front of me with my, mm-hmm. like I, I, I have full, oh, yeah. it is right there. You know, mm-hmm. and then I have like the Phoenix imagery over on the left side. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I, ever since I said the astrology thing, I'm definitely thinking of this like a chart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like mm-hmm. that's like the, the Phoenix is kind of on my 12th house, first house cusp mm-hmm. situation. Um, and the comet is in my 10th house for sure, which definitely lines up. I am really thinking like long term. And about, like, my career. Like, about, mm-hmm. like, what I want to do with my life. So that, yeah. that's what lines. Um, but, like, even with, like, the little, like, stars in the cup, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it. I feel like the distribution of, like, the leaves sort of matters, too. So, like, a lot of this feels very scattered, but very focused and very specific energies. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe if you had more of a scattered cup uh, that doesn't have any, like, s- severe clumps, maybe the I answer to I have a very the... scattered cup. Right. So, <laughs> and, like, I don't know what, like, yeah, exactly that. Like, but yours was also very centered at the bottom. Yeah. But I also realized, like, this is kind of like a rainbow arc. Um, and I was like, because because this is the bottom. So, I was like. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's so kind of like an arch going over everything. Better like, days to come. Like, like, sure, everything's going to take a while, but it's going to be great. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. I feel like I feel like you're like the master of receiving that message. I feel like in every type of divination that you go through, it's, it's always it's like, almost like it's a recurring theme in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Things suck right now, but you got this. Just keep smiling. <laughs> Honestly, One just Saturnian things. <laughs> Honestly, too, too, and especially because you're Pluto dominant, too. Pluto mm-hmm. and Saturn dominant, you're just hanging in there for dear life at all times, honestly. Um, <laughs> affection. <laughs> um, but I see, yeah, so it's hard, like, and I, I also don't mm-hmm. want to, like, self-report too much on podcasts, yeah. but, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done a tea leaf reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, not since yeah. college, at least for me, uh, which mm-hmm. I realized was, like, 10 years ago now, which kind of makes me want to throw up a little bit. Uh, but um, I invite mm-hmm. all of you, all of you listening, try to do a tea leaf reading. And, and if you want to share, please, please, please share it with us. I think that this is, and we would, and in true tea leaf fashion, We'd love to read each other's tea leaves. Uh, hell, I might I might just throw this in the Discord, the picture of yeah. my mug. Maybe you should too. Uh, I, I was thinking it. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Yeah. So, um, maybe on Monday we'll throw mm-hmm. up our uh, tea leaf reading pictures into the Discord, mm-hmm. which, by the way, you can find our Discord on our website, which is celestialcafe.org. In fact, that's where you're going to find all of our social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Are we active? Maybe not. But you should still check us out and say hi. And we're also on YouTube. Uh, as previously mentioned, we upload all our episodes there. And we're thinking about expanding and doing some shorts and stuff. So please check us out. Uh, come say hi. And please, if you decide to do a tea leaf reading, share it with us on our Discord or on, or on social media of all kinds. Send it to our Twitter. We don't care. We just want to see it because I, th- this is such a niche yet ancient form of witchcraft. And and mm-hmm. I think that 
To have this in our arsenal allows us to connect better to the Earth, since tea is just simply an extension of Earth magic and Earth energy in and of themselves. And then when you get into the magic of the tea leaf reading itself, it requires some intuition and some creativity. Yes. And it's really interesting sort of marrying the the grounding earthiness of tea to the very heady um, thinking outside of the box of the tea leaf reading. And honestly, just trust your intuition. If, if you see what you see, who what, what, what can we say about that? Right. Mm-hmm. And this is your truth right here. The truth is in the teacup, it turns mm-hmm. out. Um but I think that's it for us today. Is there anything you'd like it. to add? You know, you yeah. Can? I guess I just wanted to mention um, if, like, if the thought of reading this from a blank cup um, just like oh. intimidates you, there is, there are tea reading cups specifically. Um, one, the one that I really like is called the Cup of Destiny, and mm. so it. it like has basically a map on the inside of the cup so that you can see like this fell in like this quadrant and this is like over here um so that's something that you could check out if you are interested i don't personally use it but i have i have used it a couple times at the witchcraft shop um and so so that's like a really good beginner tool if just sitting down and trying to look abstractly at a blank cup is intimidating to you. (laughs) True. (laughs) That's very true. I think that at first glance, you're just like, what the hell? Uh, And I think that having those like (laughs) bookmarks Mm -hmm. of like, this is in the star area. This is in the sun area. This is in their mm-hmm. future or in your past area. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I agree with that. I think that's mm-hmm. actually so cool for beginners. And I'm glad that those are more widespread yeah. than ever before now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think that's it for us today. That's all I got to say, at least. Thank you, Fuchsia, for joining me. This mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. And once again, like all episodes are, long overdue <laughs> we we always we're, we have just a so whole excited. list we need to get through it but we can only get through <laughs> it one at a time <laughs> i know once a week that's all we got uh but thank you all for listening uh next episode should be another full moon episode which i believe is the first time we're announcing this it's actually going to be our last full moon episode and we're going to be announcing a bit of a change to how we're planning on doing full moon episodes in the future so look forward to that it'll be a full moon in uh sagittarius cool uh so we'll we'll talk about that and once again please check out our social medias Everything can be found at celestialcafe.org. And uh, I don't know. Is that it? Anything you want to shout out? You good? No? Um, Nope. I'm good. I've sold out of candles. So. um, Wow. Good for you. Aside from like my gemstone candles, but all my regular candles. So thank you everyone who's bought candles. Now I need to buy more wax. (laughs) (laughs) The cycle. The cycle continues. And uh, thank you all to who have been supporting me on Phasey. I appreciate you all. Um, I still have my Triforce reading up in honor of Tears of the Kingdom. It's going to be up there for a while. I would love to talk to you about your personal Hyrulean virtues of power, courage, and wisdom. If that's something that applies to you. And I think I'm just going to throw up like a a sale in honor of Tears of the Kingdom because I freaking love this game so much. So look out for that in the next week or so. But thank you, Fuchsia, once again for joining me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Thank you again to our patrons who are uh, taking an extra step to really support us. We feel it. We hear it. We hear all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope to see you again next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.